For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back to another show. It's the Believe in Commanders show. I'm Anthony Armstrong, and I am joined by a very special guest, uh, Mr. Brian Murphy. Couldn't be with us today, but we have the world-renowned uh, most uh, intelligent betting mind out there in the Twitter space, Mr. Cam Rogers. He's with our own Believe Network. Cam, how are you doing, sir? I appreciate the intro, Anthony. Good to be with you, sir. Excited to talk some betting and win the folks some money out there. Yes, indeed. He, Cam is, he's all on the uh, Bet Online, uh, the Bet Online Network. The show's brought to you by Bet Online. He has a lot of shows that kind of focus on betting, like let's bet it and, and lock it in. And sometimes you'll see on Twitter that he'll he'll rank random items. And he most recently was talking down on hot dogs, saying hot dogs are an overrated uh, summer food. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. Where do you get off by making that statement? Well, obviously, hot dogs are part of the sandwich, not sandwich debate. For me, it's the fact that. It's always just there at a cookout. And Anthony, I know that you know that when you look at the remaining hot dogs at the end of a cookout, they far outweigh the remaining burgers at a cookout. Everybody goes for the burgers. Nobody goes for the hot dogs. They're just not that good. I mean, yeah, I think you have to have them. You have to have hot dogs available because there's going to be somebody that, that needs to go that route. Maybe you got kids that need to go that route. Um, but if you do do a good job on the burgers and other items, maybe, yeah, you don't go hot dog route, but maybe you have to get a different type uh, of sausage, like a bratwurst or something like that, a little jalapeno sausage. I'm a sausage you know? guy. Love Italian sausage, green peppers, Get some of mustard. that in your life. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that, that's that's elevated. That's an elevated hot dog. So uh, we may have to tinker around with your list, but you need to put that on bed online. And frankly, I was watching an Instagram video and this, this guy was racing items and cars on his treadmill and I saw a bet online uh, banner right there. And I was like, man, those folks are everywhere because uh, they're sponsors of this show as well. And bet online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news and scores. And I tell you, this is going to be an epic NBA finals, in, in my opinion. I think you think that, you know, Miami's overpowered, but they really fought and scratched and clawed to get all the way from the bottom and, and get to the finals. But you're going to be able to get the latest odds and lines and the latest matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. Bet Online is the sports intel headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs from basketball, MLB, NHL, hockey, golf, to UFC and boxing, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home call to action make sure you get <laughs> get into action today so you head to your website on your mobile phone you can use your tablet to go and join use our code believe b-l-e-a-v to get your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts oh man i wasn't supposed to read that part 
that was a guide to the next part. Yes. Like stage yeah. directions. Yes. Yes. Lord have mercy. This is 40, ladies and gentlemen. My back hurts <laughs> and I'm reading lines I'm not supposed to, but uh, let's get right to it, y'all. This show here, we're going to kind of cover a few bets that are out there on Bet Online. Uh, so if you make your way over there, you can you know, find the sports section, go to football, obviously, look for some NFL futures. And uh, we're going to take the first topic. We're going to be looking at this overall NFC East, what the team wins are looking like. And, and, and we have our betting professional over here, Mr. Cam Rogers. He's going to kind of walk us through. So let's start out, obviously, with the main uh, the, the, the main topic of the show, the commanders. The commanders are at a six and a half spread over under, really. Uh, what are you taking for the commanders going into this season, coming out of, frankly, I think a pretty strong offseason in these OTAs, seeing some good things in the news. You're up there in that DMV area. Are you buying the over or the under for the commanders this season? I hate to start on a somber note here, but I'm going to be Johnny Raincloud a little bit and say that the commanders go under that total. And I just want to take a step back here and from a macro perspective, say that the NFC East is in for a difficult year. And I say that because they will be playing the NFC West and the AFC East. Both divisions, I think, are going to be juggernauts here in 2023. So you have to factor in the opponents, the scheduling, and all of that when you talk about handicapping these win totals here. But as far as the commanders are concerned, you talked about how you know they are impressing and what have you in camp right now. You know, I'm a little bit concerned about the loss of Cole Holcomb at the linebacker position. We'll see what Cody Barton can do. But really, for me, it's the quarterback position. And Anthony, I know we talked about Carson Wentz the last time I was on this show and we weren't really excited about him. But can you really be excited about Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett? Those are the two options right now at the quarterback position. It seems like Howell is going to be that guy. But this is also a testament to the very difficult NFC East that the commanders are going to have to deal with. The yeah. Eagles will be very good. I still think the Cowboys are going to be good. I do think the Giants regress a little bit this season, but they are gritty and well-coached. So True. all of that is to say six wins, five wins, something along those lines. I'm going under there. You're taking the under. I um, and the consummate um, – positive person i'm the optimist of this whole thing of this whole racket and i, I i'm taking that over frankly okay. i've already said that i think that they can make the playoffs that was before the schedules came out um and i and i still stood on that even as those schedules came out because i figure at least everybody else is playing some of those same opponents and and, and i posed the question to brian i'll ask you quickly you mentioned nfc west but what opponent do you think could potentially sweep the nfc east in the NFC West in particular, or? In just period. I mean, out of the shared opponents, you know, some, there's somebody that's going to play all four. Um, yeah. So you got to wonder. I think the Buffalo Bills are a team that's going to be, again, very difficult to deal with here this season. And I could see their revamped physicality, if you will, matching up well with Dallas and Philadelphia. So the Buffalo Bills are going to be very difficult you know, I think the San Francisco 49ers are still going to be quite a test for any team out there this season, regardless of, you know, some changes there at the quarterback position and losing uh, some pieces on defense. But I think those yeah. are the two teams I'm looking at. Okay. I mean, those are the, those are the two that I kind of thought as well. I mean, we 
had to also kind of look at Miami. Those are they're not, you know, they're no slouches. They obviously had a bumpy season at quarterback. And so if they yep. have some stability, you could you could see that, that that team could be better as well. Um, okay, then so since you're going under, I'm taking that over, but the Eagles, they're at 10 and a half, 10 and a half wins leading the division. That's what Bet Online has. What do you think? Over or under on that? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go over the 10 and a half, 11, 12, 13 wins, very much in the realm of possibility. Obviously, the Eagles lost Miles Sanders, but I think that's balanced out, if not an improvement when you bring in DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. You know, it's such a shame that Rashad Penny has gotten hurt so often because when he is on the football field, the guy gets Average yards per carry at four and a half, five. I mean, the guy is really good at the running back position. I do know that the Eagles lost some key guys. Javon Hargrave obviously went to the 49ers. Linebackers, TJ Edwards, Kazir White, CJ Gardner-Johnson, Marcus Epps at the safety position. But I'm putting a lot of stock in that draft that the Eagles had. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, those guys are going to be very difficult to deal with in theory, right? You never yeah. know how a rookie is going to pan out, but those guys are really talented. And let's not forget about this elite offensive line that the Eagles have and a very happy quarterback in Jalen Hurts, a very rich man at this juncture. True. So I'm going over. Okay. I like the, I like the confidence. I like the confidence. I really cannot, uh, I can't argue against the over as well. I'd, I'd have to roll with you um, where I would think it would be a barely over just due to the difficulty of the schedule. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think that this is a year that you're going to have a potentially four teams from, from one division, make it right. um, at least from the NFC East. This isn't, this isn't your cycle for that to happen. Moving on. Let's, uh, let's head down. I don't even which way geographically this is, but they, but they ain't about a few hours away from each other. We going over there to the giants, big blue. They got a seven and a half point spread. So they're essentially ranked third in the division. What do you think over under? <laughs> Yeah, pretty interesting number considering they made the playoffs and really surprised a lot of people last year, but they did lose some key players. Uh, guard Nick Gates, free safety mm-hmm. Julian Love. They did add Darren Waller at the tight end position. I think he's going to add a lot to that offense. Obviously, uber-talented tight end. But here's the reality with the Giants. That division, obviously, that we know, the NFC East, is very difficult. And even in a season where they surprise a lot of people, The Giants were bad in the NFC East. One win, five losses, one tie. So Mm. I do think regression is going to happen here this season. I'm going under that seven and a half. I want to go back to the fact that they will be playing the NFC West, AFC East. It's going to be an uphill climb for the Giants. So I do think regression is happening. Seven wins, probably the number, which is obviously under that seven and a half. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I think a lot of it's going to come down to what does Daniel Jones do at the quarterback position? Last year, you saw he played well. But when you went back and looked at the tape, I know when I did, he played, he he was coached into a way of playing very well. He would go from his first read quickly down to his second read, quickly to get the ball to Saquon Barkley. Or or he would decide to take off. He would use his legs and make himself a viable weapon. And you saw that bite him in the butt, basically, when you get into the playoffs, right? When you saw uh, the Vikings get a hold of him, when Philly got a hold of him for that third time, they knew what they could bait him into. Um, if he can get past that and, and go to the next level, then you can see the team potentially get over the seven and a half. I would definitely take the under. And you mentioned those wins. Uh, it was one win. 
which was frankly there was a, a penalty that should have been called mm. um that win probably shouldn't have happened against washington Correct. at fedex field and frankly the tie that probably shouldn't have happened either so they could have been swept they could have went 0 for 8 uh, in the division last year and probably should have and you called it with the playoff game too i mean it's so hard for an nfl team these guys are professionals to beat another nfl team three times the eagles did it soundly in game number three in the playoffs when it mattered most so that just gives you the signs that maybe regression is going to happen here for the giants yeah i'm with you okay here we go now uh, right in my backyard the cowboys they're at a nine and a half uh win uh spread i guess you can say so what do you think over under on that team Something tells me that the public is just pouring money on the over with the Dallas Cowboys because this does seem like a low number. And the Cowboys, of course, are America's team. A couple of key losses, though. Connor McGovern at guard, tough loss there. Tight end Dalton Schultz, he was a reliable pass catcher for that offense. But I like the over for this reason. His name, Tony Pollard. It's time to let Tony Pollard cook, Anthony. This guy is a really good running back. I think he could be very close to a three-down bell cow back. He got the franchise tag, so that just goes to show how much value the front office holds in Tony Pollard. I think he's the real deal. I think he's in for a pretty good workload this year, and that trickles down to less pressure for Dak Prescott, also play-action passes, opens things up for CD down the field, Rest that defense, too. We saw that defense on the field a lot because Dak always turned the football over. So put mm-hmm. that all together. I like Dallas to get to 10-11 over that 9.5. Okay, so you're, you, so you're, you're still going to keep it as the Eagles 1, uh, Dallas 2 in the division, um, and then really Washington and uh, uh, New York kind of fight, <laughs> fight for third and fourth, really. And we haven't seen a defending champion successfully defend in the NFC East since when? 2004 yeah. or something like yeah. that? So It's been a while. <laughs> it's been, been a while. while. It's been a while. So, yeah, I'm with you there. I, I, I'll go with this. Dallas, definitely talented enough to get that over. Um, if it's the under, it's a very upsetting season, and, and they may be looking to change head coaches. Yep. Um, somebody's going to – or a quarterback. Something's going to make a change if it's under. Um, but I, I I'll give them the over. I, I think it is a talented team. And Tony Pollard, you mentioned him, guy's explosive. He is explosive. Whenever you can just give him the ball anywhere on the field and he can put it in the end zone, that brings a lot of value. And um, he, he, he's able to do that. Um, and, and that's going to probably help to make that over. All right. I like that one. I like that. That was good. That was good. So if you want to make those bets, go over there to betonline.ag. Use our code, y'all. Use our code BLEAV, get a 50% welcome bonus, okay? So here's another one. This is just a random bet online future bet that I saw that was on there because, you know, they just have all these different type of bets. And this one pertains another great running back from the NFL. He's from OU, all right? His, his initials are AP, but he goes by AD. Adrian Peterson, do you think he's going to play football in the 2023 regular season? Yes or no, Cam Rogers, go. This is a classic bet online betting opportunity. They love doing this stuff. And listen, Adrian Peterson wants to play in 2023, but the reality is he has not played since 2021. He's 38 years old. And the odds over at bet online for no are minus 700. 
So the implied probability is extremely high that Adrian Peterson is not going to play during the regular season. Now, you would have to pay $700 just to profit on $100. Are you willing to shell out that money, wait the entire regular season, and only make $100? I'm not, Anthony. I'm not inclined to do that. I don't have thousands of dollars to shell out on this bet. If you want to go ahead... I think it's free money, but you're going to have to sit and wait and maybe injuries happen and then something wonky happens and AD comes in as a consultant, maybe gets a couple carries and that's it. Oh, wow. You lose the bet. So I don't think he plays, but I wouldn't bet it. Hey, you know, if Jeff Saturday goes from being the consultant to being the head coach of a team, uh, sure as hell could see Adrian Peterson go from some sort of a consult consultory position into uh, right. getting a snap or two. I mean, I, he, I know he's going to keep himself in shape. So, sure. um, you know, one side is like, man, yeah, he, he might get on a team here or there. But uh, you never know. Maybe it's an investment. You're saying this is going to be my Christmas money that he isn't going to play. And then when it hits, I get a little bit of money back. So I don't there know. You Maybe you play it like that. But anyway, let's move on from that one. I appreciate that. Now, let's let's do this. Let's talk quickly about the NFC East. Um, which one do you think has improved the most overall from this offseason? You can include the draft. You can include free agency. And just from what you've seen uh, in OTAs, who, what team do you think has improved the most so far? Yeah, so I actually don't think any team in this division has improved a lot but I will say that somebody in this division has to improve the most. And I think it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. And again, I don't think they vastly improved, but I did think they made some good strides there in the draft. Darius Slay is back. James Bradbury is back. The RB duo of Penny and Swift, I think, will be a fantastic. You've got a top five wide receiver duo, in my opinion, in Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. And, of course, you've got that really good offensive line, which, for the most part, is still intact. Kelsey at center, Landon Dickerson at left guard. you got Lane Johnson at right tackle, who can still play with the best of them in this league. And now you have... Obviously, a ferocious defensive line with Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith there at the linebacker position. So they may be able to successfully fill those holes that seemingly they had on the defensive side and maybe even get better. So that is all to say, I think the Eagles marginally improved the most in this division. I can say on paper, you're probably right on paper. Simply because just the way that they were able to just stockpile more talent, uh, like they're like they're what 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 are the preppers like they're preppers or something? They just got all this talent in the draft that they're right. on the shelf, you know. So you'd have to say that they got better that way. I'm with you there. I think that the Commanders got got better, um, but I think everybody's going to hold out until they handle the quarterback position to really say if they got that much better. I think they got better in the sense that they filled in a lot of gaps. They were able to fill in a lot of holes to where now it's either, yeah, quarterback is the position or, hey, we've got a gym uh, in Sam Howell that we can actually build inside their own building. So uh, I'm willing to put a couple of those chips over there on the commander to say that they're one of the more improved teams uh, in this offseason. So big-name receiver DeAndre Hopkins has been released by the Arizona Cardinals. That makes him a free agent. Lamar Jackson already put his name on the list as, I want you to have this guy. He put his grocery list over there to John Harbaugh up there at the Baltimore Ravens. What team do you think that you see DeAndre Hopkins going to? I'm going to be a couple of choices. Kansas City, Buffalo, 
Baltimore, or would you put some money on the field? Well, if my Ravens sign DeAndre Hopkins, we are a lock for the Super Bowl at the very least, but it's not happening. I love the field here, Anthony, and here's why. Let's go team by team, right? Kansas City, Buffalo, those two teams both engaged in trade talks with the Cardinals for DeAndre Hopkins. Now that DeAndre Hopkins has the option to test the open market, he's probably going to be too expensive for the Bills or the Chiefs. They have salary cap issues to work out right now. Same logic with the Baltimore Ravens. Plus, we have OBJ now, and I think we have something there with one Rashad Batenman. I'm really excited about him at the wide receiver position. So put that all together. I like the field a lot, and I think Cleveland makes some sense here, reuniting with one Deshaun Watson. And, of course, I think Amari Cooper and DeAndre would be a really good one-two punch at the wide receiver position for the Browns. Right now, the Browns don't really have a wide receiver, too. Cooper can be that guy. DeAndre can be the number one guy. And you got to score points in the AFC North at, you know, the early stages of the season and then things get a little bit more physical, of course, but you really got to get your wins early on. And especially if you're the Cleveland Browns. So I think the Browns make some sense. I'm with the field. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You mentioned the Browns. That really got my, my, my brain thinking. I'm just, I'm just imagining Cooper and Hopkins outside and you got Watson in the backfield, two just solid receivers that you can expect that can get open. You know, and, and they may not you know be able to take the top off, but you you can put some other guys in there to do that. But and you have that Chubb, it. and Good you have Nick line. Chubb. So yeah. I mean, all of those things sound like one hell of a, a setup in Cleveland. So Brownies, man, Browns fans, y'all need to go ahead and uh, get a little loud over there. Try to try to recruit D Hop up there to the land. I know it gets cold, so y'all better bring y'all some Parkers or something like that. Um, let's see here. Let's finish up with a couple of the random stats that I just threw out there. I don't think I saw them on Bet Online, but if y'all are listening at Bet Online, feel free add some of these stats on there. People would love to make a couple of futures here. Terry McLaurin, plus or minus twelve hundred and fifty yards this season. What do you think? You know, I'm going to go over, and I think it's more in line with the fact that I can't really rely on Washington's ground game right now. I don't think they're going to be world beaters in that department. And Terry McLaurin is just a volume machine. And he's one of those guys where if a quarterback gets a connection with him and it's pretty easy to do so, he's going to get a lot of volume. And I think that's going to be the case here in 2023. So I'll go over on that number. Why not? I like that too. I'm I'm going with the over and I, my initial thought was to stay with the over but the way that he's handled himself since Eric Bieniemy has showed up in the building the way that he was there to tell him hey lean on me to make this team better uh, I have a feeling that the guy is going to have his best season of the year uh, being able to work with a younger quarterback like Sam Howell he's going to Sam's going to want to throw that ball to 17. So I'm going to take that over as well. Uh, It could be pretty high, but I know he's going to have to share the ball with a few other players. And and another guy that comes to mind, Jahan Dotson, going into year two, he had a really good season this first rookie year for his his rookie year. He had a really good season, had about four touchdowns, but he missed four games. So just imagine what he could have done if he was to continue to play. Does Jahan Dotson go over or under six touchdowns this year? Ooh, I like the over in that department as well. Again, I think it's going to be more of a pass-happy style of offense here for the Washington Commanders. And there are some question marks 
in terms of the defense? Can the defense stop people? Can the defense get after the quarterback? We didn't see a lot of that last year. So you could see this team in a lot of shootouts throughout the course of the season. So over six touchdowns, I think is a safe bet. Again, if he stays healthy, you mentioned the four, despite missing four games, I think he goes over that number there. All right. I like that. I was thinking about Jahan Dotson and his skill set. It's very rare to see a receiver his size to be a red zone threat that uh, you would generally think it's your big six, five receivers. Right. He's a smaller guy, but he can get open in a phone booth. Uh, very excited for what that guy can do. Um, he is, he's going to probably get that over. He might get like seven or eight. And it's, and it's tough to say that, especially knowing that Terry McLaurin is going to get a lot of action as well. Um, here we go. Let's talk about another uh, guy going into his second season, a season that was cut short uh, from the front end. Unfortunately, he was able to finish strong. Brian Robinson. Hmm. I'm, I was putting a plus and minus for him, and I was trying to get some comparisons. I know that the Saquon Barkley had 1,300 yards in his rookie season. Didn't revisit that number until just this past season. So I was going to say 1,100 yards for Brian Robinson Jr. What do you think over under on that? Now, is that scrimmage yards or rushing? I'm going to go rushing because he had 797 last year, yep. and, he, and he missed the first four or five games. So I'm going to say probably under, and that is more so to deal with the offensive line for the commanders more so than Brian Robinson. I'm curious to see how this line gels with Wiley at right tackle and uh, you got uh, Cosme at right guard, Nick Gates, obviously from the Giants, will be huge at center. Can this offensive line gel to the degree of allowing for Brian Robinson to be that guy at the running back position? Because I am such a proponent of dominating on the line of scrimmage, winning the line of scrimmage, and then everything opens up from there. So sure. I'm going to say under. I probably wouldn't bet it just because there are some unknowns there. Sure, absolutely. There's a lot to, to, to consider. Uh, but when you think about the fact that you got a young quarterback, and, and mind you, I should say this, I would take the over. And okay. it's the fact that you have a young quarterback, Sam Howell. You, yes, you talked about being pass happy, and you do have a lot of talented pass catchers out there, but you still want to be able to turn around and hand that thing off. Martin Mayhew mentioned they want to be two to one run to pass. I don't really agree with those exact with that exact ratio for this offense, but I do know you want to be able to hand that thing off to somebody at some point. And I think Brian Robinson is going to be able to take advantage of light boxes that are going to have to line up against three receiver sets. So you shouldn't have eight man boxes whenever mm -hmm. you face Washington a lot. Um, the line is going to come together. I think with the all OTAs being able to do team drills now. Even though it's not padded, those extra reps where the O-line gets to step together on different plays against different looks, that's going to help them uh, gel much better and a lot quicker rather than having to wait until training camp to actually get pads on to do those things. So uh, I'm going to take the over with that one. I think Brian Robinson Jr. is going to have a hell of a season. And here's the last wild card for you. Uh, we're going to focus on the new guy, Emmanuel Forbes, first-round pick out of Mississippi State. The guy had six pick sixes in his college career. Do you think this guy, Emmanuel Forbes, will have an, a pick six in his rookie year? Interesting. I say it's worth a sprinkle, right? Especially if you're a Commanders fan, go ahead and put some cash down on that. And I think a lot of that will have to do with what this defensive line can accomplish, right? When you see a lot of pick sixes, you'll notice that 
Oftentimes they're in blitzing situations. The quarterback is under pressure, makes a silly decision. I think that is going to lead to that pick six for him this year. And that's only if the defensive line can perform. And I think it will. I think it'll play better than what we saw last year. So sure, why not? Worth a sprinkle. I think you need to go ahead and put that money down. Go ahead and put it out there because Emmanuel Forbes will definitely get himself a pick six this year. He's already had a couple of picks in OTAs. And it's just, I, I can imagine the the versatility with this defense now. You have Quan Martin lining up all over the place in the secondary. Still got Cam Curl. You're going to have Derek Forrest. You'll be able to put Emmanuel Forbes out there somewhere. He'll find his way to get his hands on the football and put one of them in the end zone. Commanders fans be excited when 13 takes himself a pick six to the house. Cam. I want to appreciate, uh, I want to thank you and appreciate you taking the time to come hang out with us today. Yeah, you want anything to leave anything for the, the listeners? What do you got for them? Yeah, absolutely. Great to be with you as always, my friend. Of course, I've got a new lock it in out today. Some golf picks, uh, a pick for the NBA Finals game one. And then, okay. of course, my stadium TV show on Friday night, nine o'clock Eastern time. Brandon Lang, Casey Hudson and I will talk about the NBA Finals, some NFL futures. So kick back, drink a espresso martini and tune into stadium at nine o'clock tonight or friday night there you go and he mentioned that he mentioned watching us on stadium we're on believe network tv we got believe football tv yep. on different streaming platforms all streaming platforms you can give us a listen sirius xm tune in radio watch stadium as well and don't forget to give us a follow believe commanders on twitter on instagram and on the good old tiktok i'm over there as well um yes it's going to be a good year for Commanders fans. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Cam, appreciate you. And once again, go over there, y'all, to BetOnline, B-E-T-O-N-L-I-N-E.A-G, BetOnline.A-G. Use the code B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% welcome bonus. Drop a couple of bets down there. See if you win some money. Thanks for tuning in, guys. For Cam Rogers, I'm Anthony Armstrong. We'll see you guys on the next one. Go Commanders. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.